When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. This is a show where you choose what I do with my life. You determine the course of my fate week after glorious week. The show comes out every Thursday. That's when you go to my Instagram stories. Exercise your right to vote. I get the results on Friday morning. No matter how brutal, how enlightening, I take immediate action. You can truly listen to the show anytime, anywhere. Crank it up at your very public WeWork space. I try to keep you informed of all the current culminations, all the ways in which my life has changed just by putting it in your exquisite hands. I actually can't wait a minute more. So let's take a look into the past. Last week, you had a choice between spots and slots. Spots meant that I would venture out to the one and only Laugh Factory smack dab in the middle of Hollywood wait outside in line for an audition, get there at 4.30 p.m., broad daylight, Sunset Boulevard, right across from a crunch gym. If I was one of the first 10 people there, I would get an audition. Otherwise, they would draw names from a bucket for an additional 10 spots. And I'd see if my name was drawn, if I would have my moment in the spotlight in front of whoever's booking it now, whoever's whoever's the reigning champion of the Laugh Factory. And then if they liked me, I would go on to yet a second audition at the self-same comedy club. Also worth mentioning, my friend Roz wanted to audition and my guests, Megan and Allison from last week, also agreed to commit to this, to hop in their vehicles and make it out mid-heat wave to see if they too could become cogs in this very factory. We we would have the experience. The other option last week was slots. Slots meant that in order to pay for the cruise that you voted for me to be on at Christmas time this year, I would play the My Vegas app to exhaustion. I would play the My Vegas app to see if I could get enough points to earn said cruise in time for the holiday, or at least get a 30% discount, which we also realized on the show was an option. Just anything so I wouldn't be a lonely Jewish person playing Wordle at a deli. And how exactly would I achieve this? Well, I would turn on the My Vegas app and put it on auto spin, which is an option. Every morning, while I would do my morning pages, uh, my three pages of writing I do every day, and just let that irritating music rip. I would do this every single morning until I hopefully got the cruise, or maybe not if it works and I get tickets to Thunder Down Under. And you sent a clear signal when you voted. Spots. Now, sorcerers, I have a tale to tell. 
And I can only pray that you'll listen with your entire heart and your, of course, your hands. So the way this day broke down, I woke up and I could just, first of all, we are in a massive heat wave right now. It's been high 90s, low hundreds, the kind of weather that just like, it it crystallizes your deodorant. It's so oppressive. And yesterday, this honestly felt like foreshadowing to me. I had a 12 o'clock call, then I had to drive to the valley to record this very episode. And when I got in my car, my tire light was on. That orange exclamation point, hugged by the parentheses, I thought, it's fine. I'm sure, you know, maybe it's a problem with the sensor that's happened to me before. I confirmed the Laugh Factory with Megan, Allison, Roz. I recorded the show, got back in my car, leaving the valley on the highway, on my way to the Laugh Factory, and that's when I started to feel a pulling sensation in my steering wheel. I'm like, some divine force was tugging me away from the Laugh Factory, back to the valley. Um, Or actually, I did have to be back in the valley at 6.30 to do this amazing podcast, best show, and it was something I was really honored to be a guest on, and I didn't want to be late. So I was sitting there sweltering in kind of the beginning of rush hour traffic, possibly with a flat tire. And I called Megan. I told her about the tire, and she goes, yeah, you've got to take care of that. I, I, I'm like, Megan Keister, save my life. I did appreciate the frankness because there was a part of me where I just wanted to keep driving because I didn't want to disappoint you or Megan, Allison, Roz. So <laughs> I probably would have been stranded, I found out later, on the side of the road in a heat wave in thick jeans. I don't know why, but th- some for some reason, the denim I was wearing was thicker than I ever thought possible. Um, I ended up exiting, I found a Pep Boys, and I did, in fact, have a nail in my tire. So let's let's hear it for the Pep Boys. Let's give the boys a hand. Um, Yeah, that was a real mental tussle going on. But guess what? I'm going back September 20th. That's the plan. And you didn't want me scraping along the highway anyway. I'm like, I need to live another week at least so I can present these exciting options. Um, so yeah, I was just thinking, let's luxuriate in this, I guess, symbolic display of the unpredictable nature of life. I think we said this last episode, but when a regular at the Laugh Factory dies, they put their name up on the marquee with the words, make God laugh. And I was thinking, I feel like that's what God did when I, when I planned my audition. (laughs) Oh, also... One more quick but vital note on the past. If you listen to the JC Photo Grow the Show episode, you voted Grow the Show. And I want to say Lauren Pacell at Tink Media has successfully done that. We're featured on Apple Podcasts today. And we were featured as number one on Pocket Cast. And right now we're trending at number 20 under LeVar Burton, who uncannily is mentioned in this guest segment. So I owe you a tremendous thank you for bringing Lauren into my life. She is truly my Joni Diamonds. That is a Lizzie Cooperman in your hands deep cut. Okay, now let's move deeply into the present. So one other way this heat wave has affected the podcast is that 
It's too hot to walk while listening to Clan of the Cave Bear, as voted. I listened to a few lovely chapters, and I enjoyed it to a degree, but not a 104-degree Fahrenheit while walking degree. So I'd like to listen to it while doing something productive. And I was thinking, well, what if I listen to it while driving? And naturally, I thought, Uber. And so Uber was born. <laughs> Trust me, this was not an easy decision for a title. I was like, where do I put the dash? Where do I put the parentheses? I made a friend actually look at how Uber looked visually. And he goes, Lizzie, you've got to move on. Okay, if you vote Uber, I am going to become an Uber driver who only listens to Clan of the Cave Bear when I have passengers in my vehicle. And I'll do it until I finish the book. I'm scared of this option. I don't like the idea of cleaning out my car. I have many a LaCroix can hiding under the seat right now. Lots of just stray shoes. And I'm not looking forward to conversing with strangers of various personalities. But I'm thinking, you know, maybe I can make a little money while exposing myself and innocent passengers to the work of Gene M. Owl. So that's Uber Rides. The other option for this episode, the other life-altering path, is bare insides. I'm going to spend Sunday and Monday, if you vote for this, paring down and becoming a minimalist. This is a dream of mine. I have talked at great length about my clutter and messiness on this podcast. And honestly, at this point, I think getting rid of things is the solution. So... Also, I've never done this before on the show, but if you vote Bare Insides, you're also pardoning me from finishing Clan of the Cave Bear. So think wisely and deeply about this. Was it enough for me to get the taste that I did? I'm not saying I'm not allowed to ever listen to it. I might do that you know, freely, maybe even as I'm cleaning, but I'm not required to reach that final chapter where the protagonist I do envision as Daryl Hannah goes it goes to a retreat in California and dreams up the perfect commercial for Coca-Cola. That's how Clan of the Cave Bear ends. So those are the options. Uber rides, bear insides. As always, I had to talk to some experts. First, I wanted to talk to someone who really had a wealth of experience with being a driver, someone who could help me with the hard reality of what it would be like to play Clan of the Cave Bear in my car with total strangers. And I realized that my dear friend, Dave Ross, who you quite possibly might remember from the Scenery Creamery episode where I applied for a job at Coldstone Creamery, I found out that Dave Ross used to drive for Lyft. Dave, you're a dear friend. I had no idea you were a Lyft driver. And I, uh, first of all, I'm curious as to what kind of driver you were. <laughs> At, like, were you? Oh, yeah, did, yeah. I was yeah. one of those drivers where when you get in, uh, Sandstorm by Da Root is playing. And there's like <laughs> a, a disco ball and flashing lights. Yeah. And uh, I keep saying, what's up? Um <laughs> No, man, I, you know, I, I think I was a, the, a regular Lyft driver, um, <laughs> which whatever that is, like, you know, there's the type mm-hmm. of Lyft driver where you get in and it seems like they're mad at you <laughs> the whole time. Right. Uh, they like barely will talk to you. 
they're irritated just in general. And then there's the people that want to talk to you so much, which mm-hmm. is also not really ideal. And then there's like those, the weird outliers, right? Like those party people I was just making fun of. Right. Like, weird flavors wow. of gum. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. This sort of like, um, uh, over what's the word, uh, accommodating people. And they're like, there's water here and there's M&Ms and uh, you can plug in your phone. And I got one the other day where there was like a little iPad hanging off the back of the headrest in front of me with games you could play on it. And, uh, I was just a Lyft driver. I don't know. I tried to like right. not be up in someone's business. I tried to make the ride smooth. I tried to do it quick i tried to always be playing music and have it be like inoffensive mm-hmm. music that anyone could like and you know at the beginning of driving i talked a lot i thought people wanted to talk and then after like 10 or 15 rides i realized that most people you got to sort of play it by ear but most people just want you to shut up so, I just shut so up. what do you think would happen if you listen to an audiobook while driving Lyft? Yeah, that's kind of part of this episode is because they voted for me to read the book Clan of the Cave Bear while walking, and it's a million funny. degrees outside. So I thought, well, what oh, if funny. I did it while driving? And then on top of that, I'm an Uber driver who only listens to Clan of the Cave Bear. <laughs> I mean, that's really funny. Don't don't uh, mistake me on that. But I think that, <laughs> I think that if... Uh, real Lyft driver were earnestly doing that people would a lot of people would say nothing and then silently text their friends how fucking insane you are and then (laughs) some people would openly complain I mean honestly you would you wouldn't believe what people are comfortable complaining about do you know what your star rating was by the way did you ever find out it was fine yeah it tells you you can look at it whenever you want I can look at it right now Probably they still. tell you on your deathbed. <laughs> yeah, finally, you know, you had a 4.8. <laughs> you got marked down by that old man in the valley. And you just flatline. And you just die. <laughs> My last words were, I wish I had a 4.9. <laughs> okay, so, Dave, I guess I want to know also, should I be scared? If, if I commit to this, do you think it's, like, a scary thing to do? Some. What do you mean? I'm nervous about having people in my car. I'm worried about the various personalities. Uh, Mm -hmm. One time I got a call really late at night and it turned out it was my most recent ex-girlfriend and I was giving her a ride to her new boyfriend's house. That sucked. (gasps) That was really bad. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was really bad. And what was great too was that it was an okay breakup. Uh, It was a short relationship and we weren't in love and like you know when we broke up it was good it wasn't like i was pining right so it was fine i was i was like trying to talk to her but she was having trouble talking to me and then i found out she just told me halfway through the ride that she was on acid (laughs) that's when you crank up clan of the cave bear (laughs) and then i honestly if your ex-boyfriend gets in the car and he's on acid you have to throw on clan of the Uh cave bear at that moment (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's different for women, though, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. I think that the, you know, like a scary dude, a creepy dude, especially late at night getting in the car. Also, I'll say this. I really didn't like dealing with drunk people. I did it once or twice. And so after that, I just if I drove late at night, I wouldn't 
go to the party areas just because I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Mm. But the reality is the only things that can actually happen, aside from the random edge cases where a crime happens mm-hmm. where someone like gets physical or whatever. Or steals uh, one of the nine 900 stuffed animals I'm going to have right. as decoration. <laughs> like a serious <laughs> crime like that. Um, right. Aside from those edge cases, the worst things that will happen is that like someone will get mad at you and you'll get a bad grade. Mm-hmm. And we're like taught as kids that someone getting mad at you and yelling at you and you getting a bad grade is like the worst thing in the world. But it's like it's just what it is. That you can't, you can't help it. You know what's funny is whether you play Clan of the Cave Bear or not, some of those people are going to rate you down. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, it smells weird, or I don't like cars like this, or she didn't talk to me enough, or she talked to me too much, or I didn't like her shirt. Like people are, mm-hmm. people are idiots. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, you might as well get in there with your thousand stuffed animals and blast the audiobook <laughs> and just see what happens. Dave, thank you so much. Thank you. That was fun. Thanks again to my friend Dave Ross. Go see him perform, seek him out, and also listen to his hilarious podcast, What's It Called? I also wanted to talk to someone about minimalism. I wanted to know if you vote Bear Insides, how am I going to go about this? Thankfully, I was connected with a true expert in this field. This is Ashley Fox. Do you consider yourself a minimalist? Um, I do. However, I think it's important to note that there are extremes in minimalism. Like Mm. you can go on YouTube and find a video, find hundreds of videos of people like, hey, I only own 100 items and they all fit into a backpack. And that is (laughs) not what I'm about. That is not something that I have any desire to do, and it's not something that I try and tell my listeners on my podcast to do. Um, It's really about choosing to let go of unnecessary things that are cluttering your environment at home Mm -hmm. and getting rid of the things that you don't need that aren't working for your life and maybe even things that you just don't really like that much, but maybe you're keeping them because it was a gift and it's out of a sense of obligation or right. you know, something that was an heirloom. Right. And and how do you think it affects you mentally? If I if I start decluttering, will I stop dreaming of spare pillowcases? <laughs> Probably. Um, you know, I think I think the main thing that it has helped me with, like I like to speak from my experience because everyone's clutter-free journey is going to be different. The Mm -hmm. correct amount of things for me to own when I feel like, okay, I have enough. My space feels uncluttered and I feel like I have enough. It's going to be different from yours or anybody else's. But um, I don't know. I just feel like there's Mm. a lot less stress when you have fewer things crowding your space. Right. Um, And if, if we're, we have to clean and maintain everything that we own, right? We have to find a space for it in our home. Mm-hmm. So if we're working for items that aren't working for us and we're spending time cleaning them and dusting them and we don't really love these things, then that's taking away time and effort from other things that might be more important in life. Right. Like, but to use the, like, getting dressed in the morning, if I'm sitting there like, oh, yeah, is the, are these those pants that I need to wear a belt with and this mm-hmm. shirt, I'm not really feeling it today. Um, you know, maybe that's if I just throw something on and I know that it's going to fit right. me well and that I like it, then maybe I can spend that time doing a meditation or, you know, squeezing in a quick workout right. or something like that. Okay. I love that. 
So where, where would I start? Do I start with the nine different spatulas, the attic full of beanie babies? What's a good, <laughs> what's a good plan of attack? And that, that actually um, sounds too aggressive, plan of attack, because this is something you want to be kind of gentle going into it, right? Or is it like take a day and kind of Murray condo, throw it all away? What you do you know, think? I actually, I, <laughs> So something about Marie Kondo, I love her like spark joy method. If I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I love this knickknack that I have on my coffee table, but I don't really care about these other eight, you know, then I think that's a really good way to attack it. But honestly, her method of pulling out every single item of clothing in your home overwhelms me personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think working at your own pace and, um, you know, maybe saying like, okay, today I'm going to set aside time and the nine spatulas honestly would be a great place to start getting uh-huh. like duplicate <laughs> items because you're like, okay, if I need this spatula, I have this right. one, but I can get rid of the other eight. Um, and really okay. just kind of working room by room, I think. If you can downscale your cosmetic collections from like 30 lipsticks to just, you know, the one that you wear every day and maybe your bright right. red, um, you know, that's something that can be easy to start with is like getting rid of duplicates. Okay. Or turning them into a mobile. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you love it, if it truly makes you happy, go for it. (laughs) Some spatulas hanging from my ceiling. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Have you ever, have you ever talked to someone where you're like, I think you went too far. They're just walking around in a pillowcase, their favorite lipstick. Um, yeah. I mean, like some of those, some of those extremists, um, Mm -hmm. on, on YouTube, which honestly, if that is, if having a hundred items makes them really happy, that's awesome. And I think it's actually pretty impressive because I still think I'm too attached to some of my items. Like, oh man, I could never get rid of this throw pillow. I love it. It's really cute. Um, but Mm. (laughs) I once saw a video where, um, the girl had gotten rid of all of her furniture and she just had, she was like, oh, when I have guests come over, I have these little mats that they can sit on. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know that I would go that far. But again, if that's what, if that's what made her life easier and she felt like, you know, she wanted to get rid of all of her chairs in exchange for, for mats. Um, Grandmother, you'll be sitting in the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, I am so honored to have been able to chat with you about all of this. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Ashley also has a podcast. She hosts Clean Simple Free. It's an incredible podcast. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I can't even believe the guests I have on today. I've wanted both of them on for quite some time. So let's get into it. I have incredible guests today. We have Ever Maynard. They just got back from New Faces at Montreal. They were on Arsenio. I just watched your Arsenio set. Incredible. They were on it this very year. 
That's a fresh yeah, credit. Fresh credit. And they're also the host of co-host of Y'all Gay with mm-hmm. Allie and Ever. My other guest has been on JFL Straight Up and was named one of Madame Noir magazine's seven black female comedians to watch before they blow up. It's Crystal Adams. Yay. Yay. Hi. Hi. By the way, I can't believe your names. I was like, I have Ever Maynard and Crystal Adams. That's, that's like a nice that's, rhythm. Yeah, that's Ooh, great. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're like unbelievable names. Like yours has like alliteration, like Ever Maynard. Yeah. It's like Okay, can we talk about alliteration for a minute <laughs> yeah. for a minute? Because I said, <laughs> Oh, that's a nice alliteration. And someone's like, I think alliteration means this, this, and this. I was like, but I also think it's the rhythm of the sentence, yes. right? It can be, yes. Thank actually, you. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was livid in my car. I was like, <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I might have to contest this. Oh, really? Oh. I think that alliteration is the consonants and assonance is the vowels. Oh, and those that's, are, that's, oh. Yeah, so if it was like aqua, that would be assonance. Mm, Okay. That would be assonance. I I mean, Lizzie Cooperman, what a great ring, too. What a great playful name. I feel that it's a bit of a mouthful. I mean, I love the the touch of my tongue, Lizzie Cooperman. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. It feels like almost like malarkey or um, finagle, like the way that it feels fun to say in your mouth. Those words, yeah, Lizzie Cooperman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Okay, bless you both. <laughs> it has a fun mouth. What feel. if I was like, I was so- <laughs> <laughs> we're a focus group, <laughs> but for what? What if I was like, thank God, I was up till three a.m. stressing about my name last night. <laughs> this is my biggest problem. Um, we have a huge decision to make today between Uber rides and Bear Insides. Mm-hmm. So I so I as an Uber driver, okay, former Uber driver, I would listen to podcasts. That's like when I got all my podcast. And there's podcasts that I don't even listen to anymore because they were perfect for a car ride and nothing else. One time, a guy got into my car, and this was when I had went through this phase listening to Lavar Burton reads. <gasps> oh. And not everybody knew about the podcast, but, like, his voice is very recognizable. So this guy, this very, like, this big, like, muscular guy came in, sat in the car, and he was nice enough. Like, he wasn't rude or anything. And then he was listening for a little bit. He's like, is this just, like, LeVar Burton read stuff to you? And I was like, yeah. He goes, hell yeah! I got to look this up. <laughs> I think it's trending right now on Pocket Cast. I actually saw that his congrats to LeVar from all of us at Instagram. Yeah. It's a great I, podcast. I'm going to to it tonight. It's good. To to it's actually a good, like, I think people have recommended it as, like, a nighttime because his voice is so yeah. soothing and it kind of right. takes you to, through, like, you know, some shorter stories. You don't have to listen to a full chapter by chapter. It's, like, one short story. Are there any rules as to what you can and can't listen to? Do they tell you? No, you- but now they have these options where, like, people have asked for quiet rides. You can ask for a quiet ride starting out. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. And usually I think when people will say that they mean no talking, but you can interpret that to mean no music or audio either. What if they go, I asked for a quiet ride. I'm like, there's nothing playing. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just hearing Clan of the Cave bear in their mind. Do you yeah. gaslight them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay what would you do if you got into a car 
Don't you kind of like it when there's a weird experience and you're like, oh, my God, this person had, like, lollipops hanging from the ceiling? I mean, I just want to get there safe at this point. Right. As long as it's not Christian music. Oh, yeah. Then I'm okay. I listen, I was in an Uber this weekend from Manhattan to Brooklyn, and it was, like, 45 minutes. Oh. And it was all Christian, uh-huh. all like contemporary Wait, Christian as well. Do you remember any of the names of the songs? It was bullshit. It's all the same <laughs> songs with di- it's all the same words, but they just rearrange them. Uh-huh. And this, I you know, my parents whatever Christian blah blah blah. But the but guy you were with white oh Christian music. It'd be amazing if it was all New York. Themed. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was white, white. <laughs> because I still, even though I'm not really, I still get down with the black Christian music. It's I'm white like, Christian. Hey, hey, it's no. a party. <laughs> this is like praise the Lord. We are given to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't know that there was. Sorry, I'm clear my throat. I didn't know that there were like strict speed cameras all over New York but he was going so slow I was losing my mind (laughs) and I was like we're on the highway there's no one else around like why are you going 45 and then my friends were like no there's speed traps there's speed cameras wow kind of like red light cameras yeah so then I was just stuck in this Christian Uber dang it was it was awful I I was in one of those where there was also an iPad setup that was like toggling Bible verses in what? front of the oh for the God. passenger. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is intense. This is <laughs> Wait, was... he could choose the driver can choose oh by passenger. And they drive at the speed limit of whatever psalm it is. They're like, I'm oh. driving at 3.19 miles per hour. <laughs> it's just always like fascinating too. It's like right. Right. Anyways, yeah, I would say honestly, last night I was in a Prius going 98 mm. on the 110. And yeah. I don't know if y'all are familiar with this like, freeway. Oh, yes. It's 45 miles per oh. hour tops and it's really curvy. It's out towards Pasadena. Yes. It's it, yes. it is a very dangerous highway. And I just pointed to myself. Yeah, like, me yes, live yes. here. Like I couldn't say the sentence. And he was going ninety eight. <laughs> this is not a. I'm not exaggerating. I, at one point, I had to be like, "Can you please slow down?" He's like, "But I'm getting you there fast." I was like, yes. "That is <laughs> a little too fast." <laughs> I was terrified. Never God. shows up with like waters. <laughs> yeah, I just like. <laughs> he's like, "We got here fast," huh? and I was like, "It should take a little bit more than twenty minutes to get." Home from LAX. Yeah. I was glad yeah. a little bit yeah. and I'm terrified. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> but that is so crazy. Did you tip? Yeah, of course I did. Did you say anything about the speed? I at once I said, oh, it's very fast. <laughs> if somebody is psychotic enough to drive 98, listeners, listen. There's an urban legend. I don't know. I think it's true that the engineer who made the 110 killed himself because of the on-ramps are too short. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wait, so the, I didn't the know person, that, that part, say that though. again. They, the engineer who made the 110, who engineered engineered it right. for the, the county of Los Angeles, killed himself <laughs> once it was like open to the public because the on ramps and the oh. off ramps are so short yeah. that people die on the all the time. I used to live right on av- near Avenue 64. Mm-hmm. And oh, me too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did you have a peacock infestation? Yes. I mean, I went to Occidental College, so I've lived all in around what? that area. Yeah. That's where I live now. We're cutting that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's hot for me listening to this yeah. episode, you'll never know. I, I ended up moving because I had a peacock on my balcony every single day who would That's just grief. plop down. Oh, no. At 8 a.m., you'd hear a thud, and it would just <laughs> shit everywhere, all over my 
Like I outdoor chairs. Now what's the spirit on this like tiny on balcony? Oh yeah, especially yeah. if it's shitting. Oh right, violence. <laughs> it's violence. Viol- yeah. <laughs> Are you looking something up ever? I was going to look up the peacocks, but oh it my seems god. Like okay. Oh, but you're speaking of well, hawks, because we were talking about the hawk being a good thing. Mm-hmm. What does it mean when a hawk tries violently to break into your room through your window? Like it's flapping and flailing and like beaking, like maybe it's be- trying to show you. And something. then you get a video of it, and then Tony Baker does a voiceover of it. Wait. <laughs> no, that really happened to me, and really? I was terrified. Yeah, an eagle. Yeah, I mean, where um, can we hawk. see this? I don't know if it's still up. I'd have to go. Is this you vid- promoting your TikTok? Yeah, I, w- I wish it, it did anything for me. It probably did more right. for him, <laughs> for Tony Baker. That is so funny. But okay, it was weird. So. That anyway. is so crazy. I do want to see it. Will you send it to me? I'm gonna f- I'll try to find Guys, we're going to put that hawk on the OnlyFans. Nah. And it is totally nude, unlike me. <laughs> okay. What time, fully what part, what's going on in your life during this time? During that time, I before that was before, I right around the time I met my husband. Okay. Yeah. And my then, now husband. Your okay, husband, Fabrice. A hawk is a wonderful yes. symbol of freedom and flight. The meaning of seeing a hawk symbolizes a creative being. You're... Life will be enriched by the spirits, animals, wisdom, courage. Create. So, I mean, it's like a good omen. Yeah. Mm. What does okay. it say about Uber drivers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want. I bet there is one. You will be de- As, emotionally okay. and mentally depleted. Is it exhausting? Yeah. It is. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just nervous about also, like, passing the test. Like, does your car have to pass it? Do you have to take some kind of – do you have to take a bar exam to become an Uber oh my Lyft God. driver? If there were more bars, that would be better. Yeah. Um, how do really? You, yeah. When you first start – I'm sure they've changed some things now. I think they maybe add some element of uh, like a little bit of a background check because of so many issues that they've had. Um, but, yeah, it used to be as simple as you upload your your driver's license. Mm-hmm. They do their – I can't like, use very, a fake name or anything? No. Okay. But there are people that, like, try to get around it by, like, using somebody else's Uber account and, like, law. But all you have to do is just, like, take your car to their one of their inspection sites. They check it out real quick. And then tomorrow you check your account. It's like, who's been driving on my Uber? And where do you go? Like, is it an official thing? Yeah, they're official Uber, um, like, car checking places. And then they have just, like, lines of people trying to get their car either – uh, instated in the first place or um, reinstated if they've been like kicked off the Lines account. of people in Los Angeles holding their headshot. We don't need that, sir. <laughs> we you do not need a headshot and resume for this. <laughs> but sometimes we get in these cars and it's like this past inspection. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm worried my car will be like. <laughs> you gave a little side eye oh, when you're drinking. Oh, yeah. Because well, I, I got one that smelled like somebody's booty. No. <gasps> and it was horrible. Horrid. You got in one, or you it, had a passenger was, like that. I was a, I was a passenger. In oh, an Uber. here? No, this was in um, uh, Louisiana. In like New it Orleans. was at the Bear Ass Festival. <laughs> 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 well, that's not fair, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, we should have gotten out of the car because, like, that is a sign. That's the first sign of COVID, right? Like, right. Blah, he Wait, can't what? smell it. You're like, I saw oh, the black scented breath. And he's just used to it. Yeah, it and was so it. bad. I was like, we should have. He has a butt scented freshener. You're like, I saw the freshener. I saw all the signs. And yet I still hopped in the car. <laughs> Did you bring it up? We were like, dude, your car stinks. Like, I was trying so hard to figure out how do you say this in, right. a, in a nice way where we still end up alive and 
at the location that we're supposed to be at. Right. I guess, too, if, like, oh someone God. is aware of, like, shit in their car. I had the window down the whole time. My face was out the window. Right. It oh, was, my God. I, You're like, was... I'm part Labrador. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. I've had that happen in a lot of cars before. Mm-hmm. I've just been like, oh, I'm just going to – because no one knows what their own scent is. And I'm yeah. worried I might have a scent I don't know about. Yeah. Mine's old LaCroix can. <laughs> I have so many no, LaCroix cans. Aluminum metal. <laughs> Trace metals. Trace <laughs> metals. That's a really good stage name. Trace metals. Oh, yeah. That would be a great drag name. Oh, yeah. wow. Dibs. Okay. So I'm either going to be an Uber driver uh-huh. who's driving around listening to Clan of the Cave Bear. I can make some extra money, which now gas prices seem to be falling. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Make some extra money. Do some of the things I need to do on the show. They also voted for me to be on a cruise at Christmas time. Oh, Wow. Mean. I'm yeah. trying to. <laughs> Hateful. That's what I want. Oh. Oh. I'm a lonely Jew. I Every every Christmas, I'm just Googling, is coffee being open? Uh-huh. Then do it. Yeah. And I said, so one of the options is Christmas ship. It was called Mystic Trip or Christmas ship. Do I go visit these psychics in Huntington Beach or do I try to get on a cruise? And they voted for that. I, mean, I, I that really, this nice. podcast. And you're making money on it. Well, I don't know, but I, I reached out to Levity, and guess what? They never wrote back. You need to reach out again. There's also Olivia Cruises. It's for dykes, but, I mean, they like women. <laughs> really? Olivia Cruises? Cruises? yeah. I've never heard of that. Okay. I'm looking that up after. And by the way— Flag for follow-up. Flag for follow-up, but also, <laughs> listeners, I am a lesbian, so I'm not saying—I call myself a dyke, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I. Oh my god. Okay, the Dykes would love you. Okay, so that's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. The other option is called Bear Insides. So this is this is like I would take two days to just get rid of all the crap in my apartment. Would you do a garage sale? That's a great idea. I don't have a garage, mm-hmm. oh, but I'll make one. <laughs> Just accumulating more stuff. I'm like, no, I have wood, nails. <laughs> so in both you, you could make money. Both you can make money. Question. Because I, I feel like the bear, like the listening to the audiobook, you'll have a sense of accomplishment. Uh-huh. But it may be fleeting. Whereas getting rid of the stuff, I feel like it will have like just – It'll have exponential returns over time. And you can listen to the book while you clean it out. Okay. I was thinking if they vote bare insides, I would be pardoned from having to finish the book. It seems like you're trying to get out of this book and keep postponing it. But maybe I should maybe I should listen to it. I did like I started it and I like it. It's just super long. Yeah. And it's prehistoric. It's like Neanderthals and bears. And who's and- narrating? That's a good question. I don't remember the name of the person. It was a very serious tone. So Do maybe you can like find a female narrator if there's another version of it. Right. Like, what if you narrated it? Oh. Wow. Like I create a new audiobook of Clan of the But it's not even an audiobook. story around. It's just audio notes. You're just reading it in your phone. <laughs> and then you put it on SoundCloud. <laughs> And an episode is born. That's going to be yeah. next week, my friends. If you vote Bear Insides You're and I SoundCloud rappers, yeah. I'm a SoundCloud reader. I'm a SoundCloud reader. I think if you like, um, and and if you just like maybe mispronounce or like skip every other word, then maybe you won't be breaking the copyright. Yeah, I was ask. Like 
<laughs> it takes four years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> There's a documentary about it that you create. <laughs> I'm like, this is all based on a psychosexual memory from when I was five years old. <laughs> That I've decided to decompose and put back together <laughs> while I gut my apartment. I don't yeah. know. I just did you ever do the Marie Kondo thing where you got rid of everything? I never did Marie Kondo, but I have I have tried to do like I guess what my mom calls spring spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. We're just okay. going through and trying to get rid of but I also try not to receive or like I try to quickly repurpose okay. things that I feel like this really doesn't have a place in my house. I I received it with joy because the person giving it to me was happy to give it to me. And I got really good at that because my dad every year, um, almost since I can remember, has been terrible at gift giving. But he insists on doing it. Um, and so I've had to just right away just be like, thank you so much and leave that conversation and go directly to a Goodwill. What was the worst thing he, he gave you? He, like, two years in a row, he—and and this is the other thing. He'll—the he'll, thing he'll get, he'll get in multiples, right? So he'll give me two of the things. So he'll give me two flannel pajamas. What? I like that. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. You need—yeah, you want to you wanna trade? <laughs> because now I buy doubles in toothpaste and toilet paper, uh-huh. paper towels, uh-huh. underwear, things like that. I like That's a doubles. Smart. Okay. I yeah. like a doubles— but it's always but doubles of things you want and need. These are not, double the things you don't want or need. These are exactly. But that's a profit for you. Profit. Put it on I eBay. I, I don't know if anybody wants these things. Like one time he got me like these really big, like ugly nurse shoes. Like, I mean, black, I don't know if you've school. seen the fashion. Huh? Ugly shoes are coming back. They are coming back. But at the time, he was like, oh, you'll wear them eventually. And I remember saying to him, I will never (laughs) wear these. We did an episode where I was going to try to wear those gloves for feet and make them popular again. I was like, you know those five-finger shoes? I saw a guy in those yesterday. Yes. Okay. What's crazy is I did the episode. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I did the episode and then someone was like, these are now on the runway. Can I tell you something crazy about yeah. Marie Kondo when yeah. I was doing that book? And this is the night before the election. I was listening to the life che- uh, the Trump-Hillary election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2016, I was listening to Marie Kondo and I was going through my closet, like trying to get rid of stuff. And in the audiobook, Marie Kondo goes, something has more worth to you if it still has the price tag on it. And I remember stopping and going, Donald Trump still has the price tag. We're so used to Hillary. She's been in the closet for so long. Her worth has gone down. I started to get panicked, and I was Uh like, I think Trump might win the election Uh based on this line from Marie Kondo. Fascinating. Because people want a new energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Hillary Hillary doesn't have the price tag anymore. That's fascinating. She she said the minute you take the price tag off something, it immediately just Mm -hmm. loses value in your eyes. What would you rather do? Would you rather— do Uber rides or bear insides? If someone were bear voting insides. for you. I won't even let you finish. Okay. <laughs> I don't like people I don't know in my car. Right. I don't like pe- – I don't have the patience to drive somebody around that I don't want to drive around. COVID swirling. Yeah, COVID swirling. Um, yeah, that too. Um, also, I, I would like, much no, rather I want have that. <laughs> a peaceful day to myself, getting rid of things, having a yard sale, making some profit – then donating the rest and pretending I'm a good person. Then stranger, strangers know where you live. No. Yeah. I'm a freak for that. <laughs> they love it. You know what's interesting is because um, I've been thinking a lot about like just class 
and how class relates to how we design and decorate. And mm. minimalism has become so associated with like being high class and being, you know, like upper, upper middle to like being wealthy. Like the less stuff it appears you have, the more wealthy you appear. And right? put together in a way. Right. When I go to someone's home and they're like, oh, we have four bowls. Mm-hmm. I go, how did that happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I have nine. I've got a chipped pink bowl with a print. Princess on it. Yeah. I don't know what. Yes. And How? that didn't always used to be the case. It used to be like the more stuff you had, the more stuff you could like trot out and like even just like the way people used to decorate like used to be way more cluttered than it is now because it was a way of showing opulence and wealth. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's so sometimes I'm kind of like deconstructing even my, you know, proclivity or like, you know, the way I'm drawn to this minimalism because I'm like, what part of this is a class movement, right? Right. Am I drawn to this because this is actually like good and healthy and like I'm breaking out of capitalism or am I drawn to this because I'm actually, um, you know, this is something I I, I like, you know? Um, So I I think there's, I think there's layers to it. So um, that's part of why I have How many bowls do you have? I have a lot and they're all mixed and some of them mm-hmm. I don't like because my husband got them without me and <laughs> did your husband do that out of spite not at all my you know what I mean like sometimes you're like oh you don't like this well I do so I'm gonna do it anyways all the bulls I say I love my uber driver wife <laughs> like, why do you always why buy you this that? I don't drive uber anymore and I'm about to not be your wife. Everything has Uber logo on it in your house. Honey, this is not my style. It was a job I had once. I do See, have to ask. My dad does that. He, like, associates me with a job forever. No. Yeah. What would you do between these two? Which would you rather do? Definitely because I have done the other. I've, I have driven uh, for for Uber. Um, I would definitely go with Baron Sides. Over what happened towards the end was that it just, it really did... Um, it kind of eviscerates your sense of feeling like a person and feeling like you are worthy of dignity and respect. Um, Like, I just remember the time that I cried and I didn't report this person, but like, I, what, what I did was I started the ride just, you know, like you compress, like the ride begins, right? While you're, well, and so I did that while they were walking up to the car. And I only did that because I had to use the restroom and I was like, if they need to go to a far distance, I need to know. And before, now they let you know. But for a long time, Uber and Lyft, they would not let you know where you were going. And to, and you almost didn't know how far you were driving. Right. So you could accept a ride and not know until the person got in the car no. that they were going like 30, 45, an hour away. And so I need to use the restroom. And so... I, before the person got in the car, I started the ride and I said, uh, just to see how far it was. Because if it was far, I was going to cancel because I had to use the restroom. And so I saw where he was going. It wasn't that far. I was like, I'll take him. But he gets in the car and he goes, why did you start the ride before I got in the car? You know that's against the rules. I used to work for Lyft and Uber, and I know that I that's against the rules. I can report you. And it was just like, first of all, I was like, why would you start the ride with yeah. that energy? I'm like, I'm clearly going to take you where you need to go. It was two seconds before he got in the car, right? Like, he's not wow. losing money. And actually, I look back at the rules later, and there wasn't it wouldn't have charged him for me starting the ride. Anyway, so... Then I, we're, I'm driving and I'm driving him and I just start crying because he's pressuring me on how – because I and then I had to say to him, 
I have to use the restroom. And it was so humiliating to me to have to admit to this strange man that I have a human function that I just need to execute that's like it should be everybody's right to be able to do mm-hmm. but for some reason because you're asking me about this now I have to admit this to you yeah that I wouldn't have to admit any any other circumstance right like he's not my boss like no. you know you'd maybe tell your boss like I have to use the restroom if you're working at a customer service job but like you're not my boss right mm-hmm. this is like we are in a relationship right now and it right. should be equal but it never is it's never equal on the driver's side it always you know, like for the most part, puts the passenger like higher up because a passenger needs you less than you need them money wise. Right. And so um, I end up crying and then he goes, I, he doesn't realize that I'm crying. And he goes, uh, so how's your day going? I said, well, it was going well. And then I dropped him off and then I just like bawled. And I was just like, and that was kind of the beginning of the end for me driving because I was like, the fact that I have to tell this p- person I just picked up from this, like, I'm sure million-dollar apartment in the hills that, you know, I just have to use a restroom. And that's the only reason I started the ride a minute early. And you're worried about your money. Like, fuck you. Sorry. I'm just, like. No, for real. Yeah. <laughs> and, to, and to be like, I used to drive. And it's like, well, then wouldn't you want to have more empathy or yeah. compassion? Right. Well, he used to work in the. Never drove for them. Oh. Like, work for the company no. itself. So, yeah. So, he for no, sure didn't fuck know. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. He works you. for Uber? Yeah. Fuck you. Doing what? Like, what job? What other job is there? Just pillaging. Slime. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. You're like, he stamps the bowls that say my wife. <laughs> he, he goes to Burning Man. <laughs> I'm sure. That is awful. Yeah. I'm like, now I feel like they're definitely going bare inside. <laughs> okay, listener, now what do you, sorcerers? No. If they don't choose no, bare insides, think. then. Think, okay, okay. You guys, this has been actually incredible. I wish we didn't have to go. Are you stressed? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm stressed Tell for me. your outcome. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So you want bare insides. You, ha- you want the next time you see me? To be happy. I'm going to be able to detoxify you with my eyes because yeah. I'm going to be so joyful. <laughs> I'm going to own nothing. I'm nude. You guys are like, you didn't have to do that too. <laughs> I oh my god! A comedy show. <laughs> Remember when Alanis Morris had made her big return and she was naked in a video? She was talking oh, about yeah. "Thank You, India." Thank you. That's gonna be you. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a keyboard covering my breasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, before we go, and thank you so much for giving the sorcerers just all the intel they need to make a sound decision. You have been. True joys of guests, glorious guests. Crystal, do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Yes, please listen to my album, Ain't I a Wombat. It's on most things. You can find it at crystaladams.com slash album. And um, I also co-own a comic book publishing company. And Very um, cool. Yeah. And so uh, September, I guess probably by the time this is out, this book will be out. It's called No Kidding. It's a book about... Um, it's a book about two women who are choosing not to uh, have children. Um, so it's a, basically a book about women's rights, but told from a hilarious and real perspective. It's about like real women's stories. Shit. Yeah. And it's written by, um, written and illustrated by these two French women um, and 
our our book. We we actually chose this book prior to all the the nonsense that w- has gone down this year um, with the Supreme Court. So um, yeah, we're just hoping that this kind of maybe alleviates some people who are feeling a lot of the stress. You know, just like they feel seen in this book. Um, and also can laugh a little bit and feel like, yeah, they've been related to in a graphic novel. This is Thank gorgeous. This you. is gorgeous. Yeah. Ever, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, it was just in. It just came out today in Vultures. Um, twenty four comedians you should know in twenty twenty two. That was amazing. Fun. Yeah. Not as cool as creating my own coffee. No, <laughs> no. Coffee book they needed to re- so re, um, revamp that uh, that that list to you ought to know. Yeah. <laughs> Make it real Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, oh we need more Atlantis all the time. <laughs> Can I also say before we go, these are two incredible performers. Please seek out the opportunity to see them perform stand-up at every possible juncture in your life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you once again to my magnificent guests, Ever Maynard and Crystal Adams. And now, let's take a look into the future. I'm going to pull two tarot cards, one for Uber Rides and one for Bear Insides. Okay, first let's do Uber Rides. Ooh, mmm, Four of Pentacles reversed. Holding on very tightly to the finances, stepping on coins, clinging to them, really. Uh, A controlling stance, a little bit of financial stress. Maybe I'm stingy. I, I refuse to refer a friend. Okay, now let's draw a card for Baron's side. The Magician. Wow. Okay, this is manifestation. It's ritual transformation. There's a lot of alchemy going on. Um, I wish you could see this. I'm like, the magician is wearing their last pillowcase, holding a spatula in the air, truly a position of just being at the helm of one's own magic. Before I go, if you'd like a tarot reading, go to my website, lizziecooperman.com. I'm doing one-on-one readings. I can't wait to see you. Set you off on a gorgeous mid-September path. And now, finally, I ask you, Uber rides or bear insides? The choice is truly in your hands. Star Avenue, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.